What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. This is the last episode of 2019. How crazy is that? This year has been one of the longest years of my life, I feel like, but I feel like it's also gone so fast. 2020 is the beginning of a new decade. And so in this episode, I want to do a couple of things. The first thing I want to talk about um, something that I just have found super fascinating. Um, and it's like these Spotify wrapped lists or like, you know, top tens of the decade and stuff like that. Um, and one in particular that I want to talk about, well, technically two, because I want to talk about the podcast in all of that as well. But um, if you've got Spotify, it makes a list of like all the top tens and the best, you know, the most that you've listened to and all of that. So I want to get into some of that here in just a second. But the second thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to read you my Christmas letter. Do you remember those as kids or, you know, growing up, we would get letters from our families um, and friends that just kind of recapped the year for them. Well, I want to do that for my 2019 here on the podcast. I think, um, I don't know, I got a kick out of writing it. So Hopefully you guys enjoy listening to it just a little bit. And if you've never listened to the podcast before, first thing, my name's Faith. Thanks for being here. Second thing, enjoy the sass as my little baby. We turned one this year. Sneak peek on what's in the letter. Um, but I host this podcast, so thanks for being here. Let's just kind of dive right in since I already have. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is it is the end of 2019. And next year is 2020, which means that we're starting a new decade. And I have been thinking back on where I was 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about. 2010. 2010, I was a senior in high school um, in December of 2010, because that's how things work. Um I graduated from high school in 2011. So I graduated from high school in this decade, which is cool. Um, I also graduated from college in this decade, which puts things into perspective just a little bit. It kind of blows my mind that two of my biggest accomplishments probably happened in this decade. And I don't know, I just kind of want to sit in that for a moment. I don't think that we take enough time in our lives to appreciate um, kind of those things that in the moment we celebrate, but then as time passes, we don't really celebrate. Like I graduated from high school, which is great. And I wouldn't really want to go back there if we're being honest. But um, I also graduated from college. And I think I forget that sometimes. Even now I'm recording this and I'm looking at my diploma from UT. Um, it's beautifully framed on my wall in my apartment. And I don't know, it just blows my mind to think sometimes um, how far I've come and the things that I've accomplished and only God, right, can take you through those accomplishments. And I just am forever grateful for those, um, those things and those opportunities in my life. So celebrate the little stuff that in the moment seems big, but then as time passes may not feel quite as big of a deal. It's a big deal. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but I will move on. Um, so as I was saying, Spotify does this thing where they like wrap up your year, first of all, um, in music with what you've listened to. And then they also do, because it is the end of the decade, they did like a decade wrapped and one of my favorite lists that I found of of my own listening was my best of the decade. So I want to share it with you and kind of talk through where I was at those times. I don't know if this is going to be interesting to you, but I I found it to be fascinating. So here we go. Um, we'll just do top artists. So in 2012, which is when I got Spotify, which was I believe I was a freshman in college still. Um, my top artist was Brad Paisley, which I think is hilarious because I do like country music. I'll say it. Don't at me. Okay. Um, is that even still something people say? I don't know. But in 2012, Brad Paisley was my top artist on Spotify. In 2013, it was Lecrae. And I remember this because I got beats for Christmas, I think that year. Um, and I was obsessed with Christian rap music and I would listen to Christian rap walking around campus in my beats as loud as they could go. Like, I just thought it was the coolest thing for Lecrae and Propaganda and, um, some of those other guys to like be my soundtrack for walking around campus. Um, and then 2014 and 2015, my top artist is Howard Shore, which if you don't know, he is the composer for all of the Lord of the Rings movies, which are some of my favorite movies, if you didn't know that about me as well. Um, and the reason that in 2014 and 2015, those were my top songs or my top artists was because I was writing a lot of papers and studying for a lot of tests back then. And soundtracks and film scores were the thing that I used to have something playing, but that would not like pull my attention away from what I was studying or what I was writing. And so, um, yeah, if you're still in school or if you need something to help you focus while you're writing or working and you can't listen to like words music or podcasts or whatever, Highly recommend film scores. Howard Shore's got some of the best out there, in my opinion. Him and John Williams, they can fight. It's Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Like, come on. Um, but so in 2014, I was in UT LA for that summer, and I had to write a lot of papers during that. And so I would listen to lots of film scores. And then also working on my thesis and working on my screenwriting projects. Those were the things that kept me going. Um, 2016 and 17 elevation worship. I mean, probably could just have them. They're probably in my top 10, like every single year. They're incredible. They put out amazing worship that is just like beyond, I don't know, every single person on their worship team is so talented and their music is so anointed. And I could say the same thing in 2018 for Hillsong United, um, they put out some really amazing worship at that time. And so, you know, that kind of spurs me. And it's also what influences, you know, um, a lot of the worship we sing at church is Elevation and Hillsong. And um, so listening to all of that and just 
kind of creating an atmosphere and a spirit of worship in some of the hardest and most joyful times of my life is why those are going to be at the top. Um, And then it makes me laugh because 2019, the top artist of 2019 is the Jonas Brothers. Now, if this list were from the last 20 years, or I probably like 15, the Jonas Brothers would have been on there back in 2008, 2009, when they were kind of in their peak time. Don't quote me on the timeline because I'm really bad at remembering years of when things happened. But fun fact about the Jonas Brothers, I was actually banned. My mom like made me stop listening to them, stop watching anything because I was obsessed. Like I've never been to one of their concerts because I don't really go to a lot of concerts um, because they're expensive. But I was obsessed. I watched like every single episode of um, what was their TV show? Jonas. Like, and I watched all of their interviews and I had them as my backgrounds. I was obsessed. And so in 2019, every girl who was like me when they were 12 or 13 started listening to the Jonas Brothers again when they came back. So Happiness Begins is a great album. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. Um, but so I just kind of thought that that list was fascinating and fun to kind of look back at what was influencing my life at different times um, and how it kind of floats and fluctuates with what we're going through. Um, so I just kind of thought that that was a little bit fun. I would love to hear you guys as like top artists of the decade. So comment or like send me a DM screenshot your 2019 wrapped and send it over to me. Cause I would love to, um, I would love to hear it. And then it just kind of blows my mind. The other thing that they put on there is how many minutes, not hours, but minutes you listened to Spotify. And I listened to over 20,000 minutes of music and podcasts. Cause I also listen to my podcasts on there. Um, and I just, I don't know, that's so crazy to me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just a little bit of my 2019, well, my decade of music wrapped. I like I said, would love to hear what you guys are listening to and what you, um, what you found interesting about kind of the times in your life where music was influential. Cause I'm always fascinated by the idea of how music can shape certain times in our lives. I don't know. That's just something I really, I think about it a lot. And I think about, I put it into circumstances. Like if I hear a song and, um, you know, I kind of picture scenes of movies or of things. And so it's fun to, to hear from others, what, what you kind of feel when you listen to music. So that's a little bit of that. So before I get to my 2019 Christmas letter, I thought it would be neat to share with y'all something that we found over Christmas. Um, my dad recently went home and he brought back with him a bunch of old, baby pictures and family memories and stuff like that. And in that box was an article that I wrote for my high school newspaper um, about my family. And I wrote it 10 years ago to the month right now. Um, This letter, well, 
this article was written in December of 2009. So I thought that it would be neat as we close out this decade to share with you guys, um, you know, a, a little bit of my story about my family in the perspective of a 16 or 17 year old faith versus me now as a 27 year old. Um, as we close out the decade, obviously it's neat that this was written in 2009 and I'm just rediscovering it in 2019. And it was about 10 years ago that it was written and you know, my perspective on my life hasn't changed a whole lot, but kind of my voice to it has. And so I think that it'll be neat for you guys to hear this little article before I share my um, 2019 letter. So here it goes. My first Christmas as part of the Rugen family. A first Christmas with her new family was the best gift she could have received that year by Faith Rugen for the Lake Travis Chronicle. We have all had that special gift that we wish for, then get, and then we remember it forever. Well, I know I have, and my wish came true when I was eight years old. It was the year I got a new family. My siblings and I had been in foster care for two and a half years before we got a family. When you are in foster care, it is like a family, but it is only temporary. As a foster kid, you know that you aren't going to be with your foster family forever. So being adopted is like a dream come true. My foster mom, Aunt Pat, sat me down one day and told me that we were going to be adopted. To be completely honest, I cried. Not because I didn't want to be adopted, but because I was scared and extremely happy that we were going to have a family. When I met my soon-to-be parent, I was sort of shy. This was a big deal to me, and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. We, my siblings and I, were able to spend about a week's time with them, getting to know who they were and how they lived their lives. Finally, on December 21st, 2001, our caseworker at the time picked us up from our foster home in Waco, and we took the long journey to the next step in our lives, our new parents and home in Austin. I remember pulling into the driveway of their house and feeling nervous. After everything was all situated, it didn't take me long to call them mom and dad. Two days after we moved in, I turned nine years old. My new mom surprised me with a birthday party at Gaddytown, in which all of my friends from my new church attended. We had lots of pizza and cake, and we played lots of games. It was one of the most awesome birthdays I had ever had. It had only been two days since we moved in, and already I was getting everything a kid could ever want. Christmas rolled around, and I was more excited than usual. I mean, sure, we had celebrated Christmas with our foster family before, but this was our first Christmas as Rugens. So you see, I got the greatest gift a foster kid like I was could ever want for Christmas. A family. This is why the best part of the Christmas season for me is spending time with my family. It is the time of year that holds so many special memories and traditions that I will be able to share with friends and family for many years to come. The holiday season truly is the most wonderful time of the entire year to me. Now, I'm sure this is the moment you've all been waiting for since you started this episode because it's the moment I've been waiting for. It is now time 
if I had a drum roll, I would do it, um, for my Christmas letter. So grab some coffee or some hot chocolate. If it's cold where you are, maybe you can sit by the fire or cuddle up at a blankie, whatever your prerogative is. But please enjoy Faith's 2019 Christmas letter. Merry Christmas, everyone. Greetings from Cedar Park. That's right. 2019 saw the move from Austin city limits to the suburbs. Not only that, I'm living alone. Y'all heard Kylie a few episodes back and know that she got married and moved to California. Living alone has been quite an adventure from flooded kitchens to most recently hosting our youth leader Christmas party. It was the most people and the most food my apartment has ever had. I've realized that as much as I loved having a roommate, living by myself gives me just enough alone time to fuel the extrovert that I am. So in April, I left one job for another. This month, I left that job to pursue yet another. Here's the thing. I'm not very good at staying in one place, but I'm young, right? And God is faithful. And... That's all I'll say about that. 2019 was also the year of God pushing me out of my comfort zone little by little. I made the choice to return to youth ministry. And God truly reminded me of my love for our students and ignited a passion for seeing their lives change for the better. In September, I preached for the first time ever. Let me just say that When you step outside yourself and into God's call and purpose for your life, it takes on a real new meaning. In October, I officiated a wedding. I know. I legally married a couple after I was ordained on the internet. What started as a joke was actually one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Thank you, Christian and Katie, for giving me the true honor of being that part of your special day. Also, to rewind, in September, enjoy the sass turned one. I'm not going to lie, it's been really tough to keep going. I've had some super long breaks between episodes, some ultra late recording sessions, like the one I'm in right now, it's 1.20 in the morning, but I've learned that the things that we love take work, and I love this podcast, so I'm going to keep working to make it the best that it can be. Now, most Christmas letters announce exciting things that happened and big news that everyone should know, so I hope that I've done that with this letter. This is a recap of my year in the most faith way possible. Some of the fun things, some serious things, and for just a little sass, yeah, I'm still single. Thanks so much for asking. I really hope y'all are enjoying the podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. 2020 is going to be so good. I can't even wait. I'm already starting to plan it, and the few guests that I've got so far are amazing. Who is going to break 
the streak of all females and be the first dude on the podcast in 2020? Who knows? But be sure to stay on the lookout and as always, follow Enjoy the Sass for all the updates. Merry Christmas and so long 2019. We'll see you in 2020. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. This has been my 2019 Christmas letter. I hope you had a great time hearing all about 2019 for me and listening to a little bit of my musical journey through this decade. Be sure to share yours with me. And what are you looking forward to in 2020 that you didn't see in 2019? Or that maybe you started praying for in 2019 and that's gonna come true in 2020? Who knows? Let me know how I can be praying for you. Let me know what's going on in your lives I want to hear. Also, any feedback that you've got on the podcast would be much appreciated. Go find me on Apple Podcasts. Give me a rating. Give me five stars. That'd be awesome. Or don't, but I'd appreciate it if you would. And be sure to go and share me with your friends. Follow me on social media. Hit me up, send me a DM, or send me an email, host at enjoythesass.com. That'd be great, too. As always, I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Truly, truly. Merry Christmas again, and Happy New Year if you're listening to this in 2020. Thanks, guys. Bye!